0: Do you like the name, of the Pocket Lawyer Podcast? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll say our podcast then. <laughs> no, you can say that. That's okay. Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't decided. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the Pocket Lawyer Podcast, hosted by the Dixon Firm in Atlanta, Georgia. Today's episode is about Juneteenth. My name is Renee Cooper, and I'm the marketing director. Hi, I'm Rod Dixon. All right, so today's 15-second shout-out goes to Flip Burger, which is a winner of Best Burger in, Restaurant in Atlanta in 2020 and 2021. We're there today to visit visit them in West Midtown. Rod, what do you know about the origins and the significance of Juneteenth? Juneteenth is a holiday of growing importance in the United States uh, and growing importance to the African American community. And it has very interesting origin. Um, Abraham Lincoln, back in 1862, signed the Emancipation Proclamation, and that basically freed the slaves. Unfortunately, the impact of the Emancipation Proclamation could not be felt equally across the country, in part because of distance. They didn't live in the time of the internet where information was transferred instantaneously. And so parts of the country that were further away from the East Coast, uh, it took time for them to get that information. Also, though, the Emancipation Proclamation and the enforcement of it suffered because in the South, they had not decided that correct slaves should be free. And so the Emancipation Proclamation and its enforcement relied upon the Union troops, were present in those states to actually enforce the freedom that Abraham Lincoln said the slaves should have. Now, if we go all further west to Texas, that is where Juneteenth originated. So a couple years after Abe Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation, Texas still was not recognized. And in Texas at the time, I think there were about 250,000 slaves who did not know that they were freed Abraham Lincoln, or if they did know, they couldn't exercise their freedom because Texas was still a slave state that was still in rebellion. And we did not have enough Union troops in Texas to enforce the emancipation.
1: So the war ends
0: in 1865, the Civil War, of course. And after that, the Union was able to send about 2,000 troops. that entered Texas through Galveston. A Union General went to Texas on June 2nd, 1865, and with his presence there, along with the 2,000 Union troops, the stage was set to actually emancipate the slaves and to enforce that emancipation. So on June 19th, this Union General stood in the middle of Galveston, Texas, and read an order proclaiming the freedom of the slaves. Interestingly, he told the slaves that they were free, but they sh- that they should remain where they were and continue to work uh, for wages. But in any event, that is the origin of Juneteenth, 18- June 19, 1865. After that, and it started going from year after year, celebrations ensued, the first in Galveston, Texas. And those celebrations continued year after year. There were some up years and some down years, but that's how Juneteenth 18- uh, became a holiday in the United States, and that's how it became a significant, significant day for the African-American community. We can call it the African-American Independence Day. In your opinion, how does Juneteenth relate to the law? T- to me, Juneteenth is about justice. And the vehicle for justice, I think, in this country and in any society, is the law. Um... Let, let me see if I can illustrate that. And I'll use a case that I've worked on at some point in the past to help with this illustration. I once represented a man who went into a Kroger with a $100 bill.
1: And Kroger, the
0: employee there, tested this bill with one of those ink pens or one of those pens that is supposed to detect a fraudulent or counterfeit bill. And the pen indicated that that bill was, in fact, fraudulent. So they called the police and My client was arrested. My client was an African-American man in this environment where uh, the management at the store were all white, and they had the police come to arrest him for having what they called a counterfeit bill. He spent 24 hours in jail, and in that time, the authorities realized that the bill was actually genuine. It was just an older bill on which those pens did not work. And so they released my client. Uh, We eventually went to trial on that case and secured a half million dollar verdict for my client for having to go through the indignity of being arrested and put in jail for 24 hours. Now, I think about that and I think about George Floyd, which are obviously two very different situations um, that started in very similar ways. Uh, George Floyd went to a store with a $20 bill that the store workers claimed was fake, and they called the police, and we all know what happened after that. Uh, fortunately, my client situation did not go wrong in that way, but I'm reminded of how the law and justice interrelate and how important these, these things are. And so when I, when I look at George Floyd and I, I look at my and I look at Juneteenth, I realize that justice to African-Americans in this country has depended upon the law. Understanding, not being naive, that under the law, we had slavery. And under the law, there was Jim Crow. But the law can be corrupted if it's handled by corrupt people with corrupt intent. Where the law is handled by folk who have the right intent, it is the pathway to justice. And so, when we look at the law, we know that the law freed the slaves. We know that the law ended Jim Crow. We know that the law convicted the officer who killed George Floyd. So when I think of Juneteenth and the context of what I do for a living, I think of it as not only a celebration of the emancipation of slavery, but a celebration of how the law can effectuate justice uh, for not just African Americans, but for all people. How were you feeling during the Atlanta protests in 2020? A wide range of emotions. Um, One of them was the continued anger that existed knowing what happened to Mr. Floyd and how it happened, and the fact that this police officer uh, felt bold enough to take this man's life on camera, knowing that there were people there watching and also having to realize that this video would be shared around the world. Um, that, that, that's something that was enraging uh, to me and also quite disappointing when we talk about what it means to be a human, um, not just for, for George Floyd and what his humanity meant, but the fact that this officer displayed such a supreme lack of humanity. But then also the protests gave me hope. Because it reminded me that we as African-Americans will always do what we can in a collective to fight for justice for ourselves. But then what we also saw, not just in Atlanta, but around the world, were people who were not African-American standing up with us in loud and sustained protests because they knew that as humans, we cannot act that way. So it, it was encouraging from that standpoint. And um, I, I, think, uh, I, I think there was a lot for us to, to, to celebrate um, out of that pain. OK, so lastly, we have a new billboard that's going up. It has hashtag DixonFlex on it. And it has a, um, an emoji that you are very fond of. Can you tell us about uh, why we're choosing that graphic? So we have that flex emoji that we all see uh, on our emoji screens. Followed by the 100 that's underlined twice, and that's significant for me uh, to me because it symbolizes the strength that we have uh, in our lives to to do any number of things, Um, and it also with the 100 symbolizes that we are always strong uh, together when we flex that strength together, and so that billboard is going up on Camp Creek uh, shortly, Camp Creek way and um, hopefully it'll resonate and if you ever are uh, texting to you, you probably will use that emoji I've heard one of your favorite emojis oh yes yes, yes yes you will see that emoji from me a lot <laughs> all right well awesome thanks so much thank you continue the conversation on social media by following or tagging at Dixon firm on Twitter Instagram or Facebook Sign up for our monthly email newsletter for podcast updates, free legal tips, and our monthly $50 restaurant giveaway. If you have a case, referral, or consultation request, click the link in our bio or visit dixonfirm.com.